Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thanks, Steve. Today I'll be interviewing a man who operates a high-tech RV community in Alabama who's looking for a long-term work camper to help him keep it running smoothly. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50-plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. I interviewed Ed Bridgman, the founder of Homestead RV Community, a few years ago. He is a developer who is building high-tech RV communities around the country, but also owns a community near Mobile, Alabama. He calls it the most technologically advanced RV destination in the world. For example, when someone checks in or out of the site, the water and electric meters are automatically recorded so nobody has to drive out to get the numbers. His system automatically generates bills. People order products from the on-site store, which are delivered to the RV within minutes. The app sends messages to all residents about what's happening that day, weather alerts, and even what's available for dinner. Ed is a big advocate of RV communities, which are different from RV parks. He said parks are located along major highways, they're designed for short-term stays and offer few amenities. RV communities are created for longer stays and offer the same type of amenities people may find in retirement or gated communities, such as high-speed fiber optic internet, larger spaces, and more recreation opportunities. Homestead is a 20-acre RV community with 59 sites and will be adding another 100 sites soon. However, the smallest concrete pad is 20 feet wide by 70 feet long. Its laundry facility is controlled by an app, its showers are cleaned in minutes, and guests can even rent portable jacuzzis. It is not a complicated operation, but it is sophisticated. Ed is looking for a work camper to learn how to operate the state-of-the-art reservation system and corresponding app as well as welcome guests and escort them to their sites. He also needs a work camper to help maintain landscaping. He's planning several major renovations to the property, and is expecting to spend more time traveling as he develops RV communities. So Ed is looking for someone he can trust to run the park during his absence in a way that retains the level of service which gives the community 230 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars. In return, the work camper a couple would get a free site at the community, $150 of free electricity every month, and a $300 monthly stipend during the 90-day training program. After that, the stipend would rise to around $1,500 a month, and Ed predicts the work camper would need to put in about 40 hours of work per week. To tell us more about this unique RV community and what he needs a work camper to do, 
please welcome RV community developer Ed Bridgman, the owner of Homestead RV Community, to the show. Thanks for joining me again, Ed. I really appreciate the time. Tell us a little bit about Homestead RV Park and why it is the most technologically advanced RV destination in America. Thank you for having me. Homestead RV Community is the most technologically advanced RV destination in the world. At this time, we are the only place where when someone checks in, the, both the water and the electric meters are automatically read. Nobody has to go out and physically read a meter in the middle of the rainstorm or transpose a number or, or come back in and try to read their handwriting, put it into an Excel spreadsheet. It's all done automatically. It doesn't make any difference if it's a short-term person here only here for one night or a long-term person here for a couple of years. Whenever their bill is due, the both the water and electric meters are automatically read again, fed into an algorithm, and we provide 25 kilowatt hours per day average. So if someone's here for 30 days, 25 times 30 is 700. 50, we provide 750 kilowatt hours. If they exceed that, it is automatically charged to their credit card. This reduces the number of people we need to have. It reduces, we don't, it eliminates the reason to prorate people. They come in on the 14th, their month or their day or their week starts on the 14th. And it, it keeps us so that we don't have to spend time and dedicate a camp worker to go out and read numbers, hope that nothing is transposed. That makes sense. Are there any other technological sophistications at the park? First of all, we're a community. I design RV destinations all over the country, and I design communities, campgrounds, resorts, and parks, and but very few parks. Parks are the only RV destination that are going down in occupancy rate, going down in demand and losing money. So I don't design RV parks. Communities are is the RV destination that's increasing in demand more and more. And that's what we're building the most of all over the country. Another area that we are rather unique we don't have a brick and mortar store. We do have a store. We do sell RV supplies, GCI furniture and solo stones, firewood. We don't sell anything perishable, but nobody, we don't hire somebody to stand in the store and dust the shelves and wait for a potential customer to come in and, and have this customer browse for 10 minutes and say, thank you. And walk back out without buying anything. We don't dedicate someone that's a poor use of human resources, inefficient use of human resources. So we do have a store, but it's more of a supply room and people go on to our app. They download the app and through this app, we send them messages about what's going on in the pavilion, what, what dinners we're having, entertainment we're providing in the pavilion and, or in the business center. We send out communications about weather alerts. They can go to the app and they can see local 
Mardi Gras parades that are going on in the area, local restaurants. They can get to the laundry facility and download the app for the laundry facility. But they can also purchase anything from the store and pay for it. And then we get a message on the business phone saying a certain site has purchased a certain, maybe some firewood, and we go deliver it to them. They have it within 10 minutes. So it's like Amazon on steroids. You don't have to wait 24 hours. It's delivered within a few minutes. And there's, but we don't have anybody dedicated to just studying at a store, hoping that a potential customer might come in that. That's pretty interesting. What is the difference between an RV park and an RV community? Okay. An RV parks have been around for over a hundred years. They are along the interstate, especially around the entrance and exit ramps. They are specifically designed for people who are going from say Dallas to Orlando. Let's just use that as an example from point A to point B. And they can't make that trip in one day. So there is a park along the interstate for them to pull over from park overnight. Parks have small sites. They have very few amenities just for the driver to rejuvenate and get back on the road. As a matter of fact, modern parks such as Loves is putting at 249 modern RV parks across the country right now. And they're unmanned. Okay, deep, they have zero amenities, no laundry room, no bathroom. It's just you, you make a reservation online. It says you're going to site 19. There's a green light that comes on automatically at site 19. The electricity, the water are automatically turned on at site 19. You pull in by yourself into a pull-through site, and you're there overnight, and you're gone the next day. That's a park. And like I said, they've been around for 100 years. But they are going away because with the Ottoman automation of the parts that I just described, for example, that are being built and also the automation of automobiles, the driver requires less attention. The automobile vibrates the steering wheel when he crosses the yellow line. It helps him drive. It helps him stay a protected distance from the vehicle in front of him. So the stress on the driver is less and there's less need for the driver to pull over between Dallas and Orlando. And in the next short period of time, literally within a year or two, the, especially the class A motor coaches, you'll just get in and program them as they take me to Orlando and you won't have to. You'll drive in the metropolitan areas, but on the interstates, the vehicle doesn't have a driver necessarily setting in the drivers. That would be so cool. We already have semis going down the road right now that have uh, someone who might be sitting in the driver's seat. They might not, but they're already driving in the metropolitan areas. Down the interstate, the vehicle is passing, maintaining distance, maintaining a safe distance. And maintaining its speed and staying in its way without any assistance whatsoever from the driver. So there's less fatigue to the driver. So there's less need for a park. Now, a community is more recent development as people 
through the natural evolution of American habitats, people are putting their homes on wheels. They're putting their equity on wheels. The average American moves every 4.2 years. And as anybody who's ever purchased a house knows, in the first four years, all you're paying is interest. You haven't paid any equity. So if you go to sell your house after being only there for four years, there's, unless that value of that house has gone up for other intrinsic reasons, you're under, you're probably upside down. Modern, the next evolutionary step in habitat is to keep your equity on wheels and move around. In 2020, the average home sold for $300,000. In 2021, it sold for $370,000. So, you know, that's like a 30% increase, almost a 25% increase. So in 2022, the numbers haven't come out yet, but I'm sure it's gone up. As everybody knows, the interest rates are going through the roof. And so the average American, especially first-time home buyer, not afford to get into a home, but they can't afford to get onto an RV. And especially the millennials are interested in an adventure. They're interested in steam, going someplace where they can have high-speed internet. And by the way, you asked me earlier what made Homestead unique. We have five gig high-speed fiber optic internet. So we attract millennials who are working for home and they love the internet. They're, they download their movies. They can stream live TV. Then when they get their job done, they step outside and they're in a beautiful country setting with eagles flying overhead, Canadian geese around the pond, and they can go hiking and biking and kayaking and, and within 10 minutes of Homestead RV community. How many work campers are you going to need to hire at your RV park? So we have 20 acres that we maintain like a golf course. Currently have 59 sites. Next year, we will be adding another 100 sites to bring us up to 160. We have jacuzzis that we deliver for an upcharge to people's site and fill with hot water. And they have on-site jacuzzis that are private to that gas. They have a locking lid. They can control who gets in their water. We have bathrooms to clean, but our bathrooms are state-of-the-art. They do not have hand towels. We don't have to bother with that. Our, they're concrete. We can wash them out with a garden hose. They're very simple to keep. The laundry is state-of-the-art. You do not need a credit card. You do not need coins. You download the app that I mentioned earlier. And uh, it controls the washers and dryers. And not only that, but from your RV, you're able to see if a washing machine is available or not. So we don't have people standing in line at the laundry or waiting for somebody to remove their clothes. Because once you put your clothes in that washing machine, take a picture of the QR code and starts a timer, starts the washing machine and starts a timer. It tells you when your clothes are going to be done, but you don't have to stand there and watch the timer. It'll send you a text 10 minutes before your clothes are done and say, go get your clothes. So we don't have that bottleneck. 
that met the laundry. We don't have a bottleneck in a store because they don't have a brick and mortar store. We don't have an office, typical office. We don't have anybody stopping at the entrance and checking in. That's all done automated. We escort everybody to their site. And currently we have one kid worker. My wife and I live on site and my wife cleans the bathrooms two days a week. Our camp worker cleans the bathroom five days a week. We have state-of-the-art, top-of-the-line lawnmower equipment. The three of us mowed yesterday for six hours, and we mowed it all. It was all done, and we were done. With so three times six, it takes 18 hours to do weed eating, edging, all the mowing, everything done. Looking for one more camp worker couple preferably a couple. What I'm looking for is somebody who I can trust to learn the very, it's not complicated, but they're sophisticated. They're not complicated, but I have a state-of-the-art reservation system, a state-of-the-art app. And once you learn it, it's very intuitive, but, but I need somebody who I can trust to manage and work this so that I can go off and design RV destinations all over the country and feel confident that when something pops up out of the ordinary, this person isn't just going to panic, but they can actually solve the problem and deal with the guest issues in a manner like an owner with deal with the decision. I'm looking for someone long term who will take a couple of months and learn the systems in place. And then I could trust to handle the business phone and answer phone calls and make reservations and escort people to their site. We are so automated. We are so virtual that some guests, not every guest, but some guests actually miss that interaction okay, with camp worker. And so I need someone who's intelligent enough to understand that sometimes people just want to stop you when you're driving by and they just want to chat for five minutes. Personally, I'm not very good at that. I'm more of an electrical engineer. I trap me in a cave, eat me a sandwich once a day, and I'm happy. But that I have guests who want that human interaction. And because everything is so virtual, they miss that interaction. I need to keep working a couple who will make certain that Homestead RV community represents me in the way I want it. Currently, we have 230. We've only been open less than two years. We have 230 Google reviews. We're carrying a 4.9 average, and we have three one-star reviews, and those are from our neighbors who don't own RVs who've never been here. Those are the only three one-stars reviews we have. We have nine four-star reviews, and so we have uh, we have 230 reviews, and we have 12 that are not a five-star review. So people genuinely enjoy 
Homestead RV community, people who work here, they say one of the biggest perks is that they're driving around or walking around and guests are constantly talking to them and saying how much they love it, how much this is where they want to come back next year. We really become close with our guests because they just don't have anything negative to say. What kind of commitment are you looking for from the work camper? I would love to meet somebody who has long-term aspirations that wants to be here for years. We are expanding. We're putting in a pool this spring that's going to require some more attention. We're putting in a hundred more sites next year. That's going to require a little more attention. The pool house. It's going to have a business center large enough to hold a hundred people. But it's going to have bathrooms. It's, it's going to have a pool. So one a pool. It's going to require some maintenance of some sort. So I would love to train somebody on these systems that I designed. And I work with Camp Life. Together with Camp Life, we designed these reservation systems and this app. And I would love to get somebody and have them learn these things, take pride in, in being here and take pride in being part of the most technologically advanced RV destination in the world and take pride in, in knowing that their guests are happy and, and excited to be here and, and then grow with Homestead so that it frees me up to travel over the country and these more of I average about two a month. I travel for three days at a time, twice a month, all over the country and these these RV destinations and state-of-the-art destinations. And so right now I have to leave my wife here to assist the camp worker and answer those questions that are unusual questions that come up and I'd love for her to be able to travel with. By the way, Homestead RV community and all my destinations are designed in such a way that we can say yes. So when people say, can I bring my big dog? Yes. Can I bring four kids? Yes. I'm not more the, I'm not going to charge people for an extra kid. I'm not going to stop them at the entrance and make them open up their RV and count how many kids are hiding in the bed. I'm not going to count their air conditioners on top, try to charge them a different rate. I'm not just, everything we do is just so we can say yes. Okay. I want, I want to be able to put a outdoor fence around my RV. As long as it stays on the concrete, our smallest concrete pad is 20 foot wide, 70 foot long. You can put anything you want on the concrete. I want to be able to say yes at all times. That if you want an outdoor freezer, if you want to put something on your concrete, if you want to park two vehicles off the street or on your concrete pad, off the grass, no problem. I want to bring my boat, no problem. I design RV destinations so that they function today's modern RV owner. How many hours a week are you expecting the work camper to, to put in? It's very... Much up to the work camper takes the three of us mode yesterday. So it's combined total of 18 hours. 
we don't mow every single week, especially in the winter time, but uh, we do mow two or three times a month during the summertime, during the peak season. And cleaning the bathrooms takes about an hour. Delivering packages and mail or escorting people to their site, it may take 15 minutes at a time, but you never know when these people are going to show up. So it's, it's almost, but not quite 40 hours a week, I guess, about 40 hours a week. That's hard to answer that question. You certainly don't have to work between the 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. in the hot part of the day. We don't expect anybody to sweat. We don't do a lot of sweating at Homestead or region. What kind of compensation are you offering to the work campers? Compensation is a site, obviously, the first $150 worth of electricity each month. We provide 25 kilowatt hours average per day of electricity. As they, if anybody exceeds that, it's automatically charged to their credit card. And there would be cash stipend, depending upon experience and depending upon how much responsibility they're willing to take over. It, you wouldn't be able to learn the systems overnight. There would have to be like a 90-day period of learning the systems. And during that time, it'd be like $300 a month, the very small stipend. Because some people are just not going to adapt and they're not going to learn a new way of amended the reservation system or something like that. We find that it takes us, it takes someone who, first of all, is probably retired or getting a disability check from someplace else. And it takes someone with a certain amount of entrepreneurship that they take pride in their job and that they can see a piece of trash on the ground and pick it up rather than pretending they didn't see it. It, it takes someone with a, with pride, I guess is the best way of saying it. It's very difficult to find someone, I think, who will treat my place as if they were part owner or something like that. Now, for the right person, absolutely. After they learn the systems and after they prove themselves worthy, then by all means, financial return in addition to the site would jump up accordingly to to a decent salary of fifteen hundred a month, something like that, and think fifteen hundred a month for forty hours a week as a general. Right. Plus the site. Very good. So what kind of qualifications are you looking for in the work camper? Someone who you know, takes a lot of pride in their work and enjoys conversing with people and satisfying, exceeding guest expectations. Someone who can pick up on the reservation software. It requires a little bit of computer acumen. And can be personable, honest, honest is the main thing. I do have a zero policy for lying or stealing. People who lie or steal for me are going to lie and steal to my guests. And I can't afford that. 
anyway, I don't need to dwell on it any longer, but uh, people who can learn software and who will take pride in their job and answer the phone and treat it like it was their own baby. What are some of the things that people can do when they're not working? Oh, Bell and Graff Gardens, five miles from here, is voted one of the top 10 places to visit in the United States, especially during the month of December. They, they have a big Christmas display. The Alabama is awesome. It's a great place to visit. Mardi Gras originated in Mobile. The month of February is all about Mardi Gras. July, Dolphin Island, 10 miles away, hosts the largest fishing rodeo in the world. That's pretty spectacular to see. Mobile is a growing community. Baldwin County across the bay was the fastest growing community four out of the last five years. Mobile County is becoming the fastest growing community in the United States and will be for the next few years. Fantastic seafood, any water sports, deep sea fishing, kayaking. We have 3,200 different species of birds that migrate north and south across. So bird watching, we're seven tenths of a mile from the newest federal park, national park. It's opening up next year. So hiking, biking, canoeing, bird watching, fishing, deep sea fishing, scuba diving, visiting antiques in the south, plantations, Fort Gaines on Dolphin Island, Fort Condi is right downtown Mobile. We got the rodeos. It's, this is a happening place to be. Where can people get more information if they'd like to find out more about the opportunity? HomeRBC.com is our website. And certainly they can call me at 512-785-1379. Sounds like a good opportunity for the right person who is a self-starter and can pretty much manage things on their own once they learn the systems, how the community operates. I wish you the best of luck in the future, Ed. and for the community to be truly successful so that others will follow in the footsteps and start erecting these all around the country. Sounds like it might be a great long-term opportunity for a lot of work campers. What's kind of unique about Homestead is that we are the point of the sphere moving into the next evolutionary period of American habitat. So by coming here and learning this system, and how we are so virtual that would prepare them, the camp worker, to go to the next location. Very good. Thank you again for your time. I certainly appreciate it. I appreciate you. You can certainly tell Ed Bridgman is passionate about Homestead RV community and creating others just like it around the country. The technologically sophisticated RV community has a lot of automation that makes managing and maintaining it easy enough for one person to do alone in 40 hours a week. The workload could be split by a couple. 
The key thing is that this is an opportunity for the right person to learn the sophisticated system and treat guests in a manner worthy of a five-star community. If these type of RV communities are going to become a wave of the future, this sounds like a ground floor opportunity for someone to learn the intricacies of RV community management and to work with that on expanding the concept. There are a lot of things for people to do in the area around Homestead RV community when they aren't working. The facility is only 20 miles south of Mobile, Alabama and 20 miles north of Dauphin Island, a beautiful barrier island on the Gulf of Mexico. Homestead is one hour from Pensacola, Florida and two hours from New Orleans. If you're a self-starter who doesn't require a lot of supervision after learning a new system, you want an opportunity to be part of a new way of RV living, this may be the job you're looking for. For more information, visit www.homervc.com. Today's episode is sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all for this week's show. Next week, I'll be speaking with a work camper who works as a functional nutritionist who works with people to get their bodies healthy and keep them that way to enjoy a better quality of life. I'll have that interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thanks for listening.